following program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at Palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I dot com. Get your information. Where those projections come from? That's, uh, that's also from the CBO. No, 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 no. Uh, did you get any projections from the Heritage Foundation on, on these charts? No, these are the CBO charts. Yeah, yeah. Just, where's, no, where, where's the Ryan budget? Listen, with the Ryan budget. Right here, you're asking about these charts. This is OMB and, and, and CBO. Want to, want to go through them all? Show me the Ryan budget take, that you just voted for brings down. I'll do, I don't have the chart for me, but deficit. You don't have the chart here. Well, it's one to send it to you via email. Give me your email. No, I know what chart you use. It came from the Heritage Foundation, from a man named a man named William W. Beach, and he's lying. It's a fraud. Okay. Do you want the information? I'll give it to you. So what is so if 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 this is a lie and a fraud? Yes. Um, is this a lie and a fraud? CBO? The Ryan budget. Is this a is this, is this a line of a Nobel Prize winning economist labeled it a fraud? Look at Papaka. Uh, um, we're taking five hundred billion dollars out of Medicare to fund the program. Or again, it's, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's fraud and abuse in Medicare. You see these things happen all over the country. They're talking about money into Medicare fraud enforcement. 60 Minutes did a huge story, billions of dollars annually of fraud. Let me, let me tell you what. Um, when you have your town hall, you can stand up and give your presentation. Oh, good. There you are. Let's get started. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say I'm serious. All right. So, punks. Um, Are you serious, podcast folks? How we doing? Episode 141. Yeah. 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 So, I uh, changed out the uh, the intro there a little bit with the um, commence primary ignition. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Portal 2, so much so that I beat the one player campaign. Oh, cool. Makes me feel like a fucking Mensa genius. <laughs> it really, some of the, some of the stuff is, is, when you can when you can open a hole in the floor and come in through a, a wall and go through that hole in the floor, it kind of screws with your perception of reality. Cole was asking it's me tough. about that game. It's a lot of fun. He goes, Dad, have you heard of it? I was just like, yeah, I have. He goes, yeah, I've heard it's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I've heard it too. <laughs> and they're like, we're just both sort of sitting there like, yep. Yep. <laughs> Tangling for the 360 now. Oh, my God. It is a lot of fun, and it's really, really funny. We won't get a 360 anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, like, <laughs> if like, I wish I had more time. I was to really play. hoping you were going to start talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, plus we just got him the Lego Star Wars three, the Clone Wars ones. So yeah, he's been playing that, 
and uh and we were at the mall last night and he um he got we had a whole bunch of uh for our easter egg hunt yeah we just put a whole bunch of change you know like maybe a buck right maybe a five dollar but we had like a shitload of eggs uh, like there was like probably close to $60 that we dug up in change huh? and Lily found a whole bunch of change, like just all over the house and the cars. <laughs> and like, Gee, I don't know we had 60 bucks in change. I'd have just taken it and cashed yeah. it in. If Cole had to figure that out. Oh yeah. There's a seriously. whole other game right there. Exactly. So, um, but he managed to find like 15 or 16 bucks. And, and so we were at the mall and near GameStop. He said, dad, I want to get the guide. And it's like, um, all right. I go, where's your money? He goes, it's home because it's ninety percent of it is in change. He says, but I'll um, I'll give it to you when we get home. I'm like, how much is it? He says, I don't know. So we go and we look at the guide. The guide's like twenty bucks. Never ever buy a game guide. I know that. Ugh, I yeah. know that. You know that. Yeah. Okay, but show them online. Show I know, them, but the thing the is, though, he likes to bring say- it. He brings it to school. Oh. You know, he likes to bring it to school and like talk with his friends because some really? of his friends of the game. No. Oh yeah. Seems like such a waste of money. I agree, but like I said, he takes that shit to school. No, and, hey, that that makes so, sense. I guess yeah. I didn't think of it that way. So if I were to print all the shit from online, it would cost me more than twenty bucks in ink and paper. That's, that's true. That's why you do it at work. <laughs> <laughs> Look at who you're talking to. <laughs> Be a tiny little tickets. It's a flip book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's pretty cool with that. Lily, on the other hand, um. Between what she managed to get from the Easter egg hunt and what she saved up from her birthday. Yeah. And on Easter, we did like family birthday kind of thing. So okay. people gave her a ton of money. Um, nice. She decided she wanted an iPod Touch. Wow. Yeah, exactly. She ended Easter with over $200 in her little wallet. Jesus. Did she take everybody else's? No shit, huh? Now, what's so, in your wallet? That's nothing. the question, yeah. It's not um, an iPod. So I went up to Salem, New Hampshire and got her an iPod Touch and nice. save on the taxes a little bit. Right. For anybody that's not from around here, you go to Salem when you make a big purchase because then you don't pay state tax. Exactly. So, um, But you waste that money in gas getting there. But you're closer. I'm closer you're a lot though, closer. So it only takes so. me like maybe maybe a half an hour. Where are you popping there. to? Salem? Yeah. Yeah. Salem, New Hampshire, not yeah. Salem, Mass. So it, um, yeah. yeah, I'm a lot closer. So... Um, yeah, and she was so excited. Nice. And Olivia was just so jealous. Did she fill it with all Norwegian death metal? Yes, exactly. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, but no, she ended up putting music <laughs> and on And Lady her. Gaga. It's weird. Well, it's funny because we had to take music from my side you uh, know, and yeah. move it so that she could have it on, right, on her right. side. She's like, Dad, don't forget the Joan Jet. <laughs> like, don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> so, um, so that was cool. And then she bought a couple of games because she had gotten uh, from the Easter Bunny a, okay. an iTunes uh, gift card because she had a, nice. like Olivia's old iPod. Yeah. Now this was really kind of funny. Now when Olivia got her phone, right, she gave Lily her iPod Nano. Oh, okay. Right, which was nice. It was yeah. very nice. You know, so to pass it down, great. Right. So Olivia's been without her phone for about two weeks now uh. because she's being a bitch. So, <laughs> um, so now she has no music. Ah. Uh. So. Lily got her touch. Right. So Olivia is just like, well, now that iPod is mine again. And we're like, no, it's not. No, you gave it away. It's if her- if if Lily wants to lend it to you. Right. She could. 
Right. Right. She's just like, well, she's a little brat. She's not got a blah, blah, blah. So it went round and round like that for a while. I said, look. And that's if, why it's if, two weeks. If Lily will let. Exactly. <laughs> she just can't get it through her fucking head. So, See, uh, I would suggest, not that I'm going to parent your children, but each time you double the number, like like how they double processor speed. Yeah. Oh, it's one week. Now it's two. Now it's, now it's four. four. Now it's eight. Want to go well, for 128? Well, you know what it is? She's just like, oh, I'm going to have my phone back by Friday because I'm going to have a great week. I said, Olivia, you know what? It's it's not about having like five or six great days, okay? Yeah. It's yeah. about it's about you realizing like you can't talk to people the way you do. You can't be this intolerant person. You can't explore right. over stuff. I said, it's stuff that you're just – it shouldn't be like this special thing where you're – Acting the you're behaving the way you're supposed to behave, right? Just to get something back. The, I said, what what I dub the Christmas mentality. Yeah, oh shoot! Exactly. It's after Thanksgiving. I better be good. Exactly. I said, I want to. <laughs> I, I I said, Olivia, I want to not have to say, "Hey, nice job on having a great day." I don't want to have to say yeah. that. I want that to be the norm. She yeah. says, "I don't understand." I said, "All right, <laughs> think about this." I said, "Think about it this way." I said, "Think about it this way." That's when, really funny to me. <laughs> I said, think about it this way. When you were little and you were learning to use the potty, okay? Yeah. I would, you know, that's great. You did a nice job. Oh, you wiped your bum. That's yeah. great. That's great. I said, and and because it was, you know, new to you and it was something that you just, you needed to do. Right. And it's great. Okay. I said, but over time, I don't, yeah. I don't congratulate you because it's just something you need to do. Right. I said, so- I mean, like, let's think of it this way. Every time I say great day, it's like me saying to a freaking three-year-old, or in her case, she was actually 17 months. I said, um, that's like me telling you, nice job wiping your butt. Yeah. So so think of it that way. I don't want to have to tell you, good job for wiping your butt. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Did, so, that, exactly. did that help? So, um, no, well, today she had a couple little bobbles, but overall, I mean, I could see her like trying to keep her temper under control. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now, does she have anger issues or is it's she really issues? Is she, it, you know, is it it like is, she doesn't feel like anybody's listening. No, no, no. To you her, know what it is? Or? She's 10, almost 11. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. And every girl I've spoken to, yeah. I asked someone at the theater who's like 15 or so, 15 yeah. or 16. And I asked her, I'm like, so. It wasn't that long for you, long ago for you, but when you were 10, 11 years old, were, were you a bitch? She goes, mm, yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm like, mm. all right. All right. And I, I asked my, my sister, I'm like, she's like, yeah, yeah, that's about, that's about right. Okay. So it's that just- Because that's when the hormone levels start yeah, changing? exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. I wasn't trying to yeah, say anything no, 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 bad. Yeah, no, 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 so, no. I'm trying to just, know what to, what to look just, out for. Yeah, she's just- a, 11-year-old girl just being a bitch, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just not going to take it. So she thinks she's getting her phone back on Friday, but that's not even in the realm of possibility no. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay? And how are you going to break that to her without? I've already told her. I said, Olivia, don't count on Friday. Uh. I said, you know what a good goal for you on Friday would be to, like, you have a friend coming over on Friday, Okay. Let's try to not fuck that up. I didn't say that, but <laughs> let's try to let's try to avoid the embarrassing phone call to your friend that you've had to make in the past that says, you know, where you have to say you can't come over because I've been an unreasonable witch. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to tell many, many a person I'm grounded. Oh yeah. It's embarrassing. I did I never got it through my head though. Because I was in my room, I had a TV. Fuck it, I'll watch Star Wars. 
I have books. And what you don't get, what, what, what like, as an adult, yeah. God, if someone told me, go to your room. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Yes. I will do that. Fuck yeah. That was like the wait, day. Wait, wait, hold on. I can't talk on the phone. Um, no one's, I, none of my friends can come over. I can't do anything. I can close the curtain and lay in bed. Exactly. Just lay in bed and not do anything. Adult you, nap time. You, you, you want me to go to bed after dinner? <laughs> Hells yeah. yeah. I remember, we, we. I don't know if you were standing there with me. I might have been by myself, but it was a, it was a beautiful spring day. The sun was out. It was like 70 degrees. Fer- a Ferris Bueller day. Yeah. And this mom was dragging the kid out of the theater saying, um, when we go home, you're going straight to bed. And it was like 3.30. And I oh. thought, I almost yelled out to her, can I do that too? <laughs> oh, I just started the shift, I think. It's like, that's not. Once you hit 17, that's not a good threat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. hang out in my room and be lazy? Fine. Yeah, but you know what, though? With a 17-year-old, it's like, uh, I'm going to shut off your phone. I'm going, yeah. what, you want the keys to the car? Go fuck yourself. Right, you right. Know? I mean, there was one time when I was when I was like, you know, 17 years old or something like that, and I was still dependent upon, you know, my father's goodwill if I wanted the car. Right. So, I mean, we got this big fight. I'm just like... Fine, you can take your keys, you can stick them up your ass, blah, 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 right? So when I get in my room and I'm thinking, it's like, crap, I got to go to work in like an hour. <laughs> Shit. So I walk out and he looks at me, he goes, do you uh, need a ride to work or are you just going to take the bus? I'm like, I'm taking the bus. I didn't like that too much. Yeah. Work was always the exception for being grounded, though. I didn't care. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Grounded? Awesome. I work at Blockbuster. You know what? <laughs> Great. The grounding yeah. grounding never worked. And that's what I'm afraid of. Like, what am I going to do with them when they when they act out? I'm just going to have to talk to them and reason with them. You can go to the Cosby. I mean, they're like, they're like each one it of them. It depends on what like, it is. And, and each one of them, like Lily Cole and Olivia, they're all different yeah okay cole i can't like i can't attack like full like no. head on no no because like he'll that. shut down yeah and cole doesn't give a shit mm. i could take everything away i could empty his room and leave a mattress on the floor and a bare and, and bulb exa- right? exactly yeah. a bare bulb and he'll be like fine yeah nova Fuck nova you. just drops her head and will not look at you yeah and lily i can just look at lily i'm like and just tell her i go you don't like this tone of my voice, do you? No. Mm. But 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 Olivia, I got to go round and round with her. Yeah. Right now, um, raising my voice a little bit works. Yeah. It surprises them out of whatever they're not listening to. So I don't know. But they have good manners. We've instilled good manners. Sometimes sneeze is taken by surprise and stuff, and they don't cover their mouths. But <laughs> I mean, that's like the worst of it, you know. And. Excuse me. Remember growing up how farting used to be embarrassing? Yeah. Nah, I'm going to change awesome. that. <laughs> I tooted. <laughs> yes, you did. So, you know what? I don't I don't see what the problem is. Everybody does it. Yeah. So, either they will find out the hard way that that shit ain't funny in school or they will be awesome. <laughs> I'm going for it. They're in for a rude awakening, but <laughs> You know what? If they're not embarrassed, they're going to have confidence coming out of their ass. Literally. So, yeah. (laughs) Tooting. What was that? Confidence? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you say? Excuse my confidence, (laughs) bitches. 
I um, yeah. So so having eleven year old girls really is a challenge. Yeah, I can only imagine. Oh my! I have God. eight years left. And you know what it is? It's funny because I was talking to my sister about it. She's like, "Well, what specifically is she doing?" I'm like, "You know what it is? I can't tell you that she did that. It's yeah. It's just it's just the way she is. Mm. Yeah, mannerisms and tone and facial exactly. expression. Yeah." Exactly, yep. and then sometimes she'll like get so like, like out of control, angry about something ridiculous. She'll like lose her temper or something like that, and she, like it gets to the point where all I can do is laugh at her. Yeah, which of course makes her more angry. Oh yeah, yeah. Anger. She's angry because you're embarrassing her. She, she, well, no, I, I, I don't even. I just. It's just like, look, you're being ridiculous. Yeah, just, but you're not taking her emotions seriously. But you know what it is? A lot funny. of times she'll start this drama for like, just like no reason. And then yeah. I'll call her on stuff. And then uh, all of a sudden, no, dad's in a bad mood. Oh. No, I um, sort of pointed out something you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Or I'll ask her to do something. And all of a sudden she, it's very, very important that she do something else. So, and I see all through all of her bullshit. Yeah. I've tried. I've tried over the last two years and, um, having a new job helps to not get pissed off about every little thing. Yeah. I don't rant like I used to on the show here. I don't, I don't argue with people. I don't feel the need to tell everybody what they should be doing. Just a couple people. Right. But if, if I'm going to be that really tense, wound up asshole, then that's how they're going to see me. They're going to see me. Oh, don't piss them off. You know, and the wake-up call was when I was laying in bed and Ellen sent them in to, to say good morning to me and they didn't want to go in <laughs> because they didn't want to wake me up. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from, but I don't want them to be afraid of me until I want them to be afraid of me. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm really working to just kind of let things go. I'm not, I don't, I try not to get pissed off about stuff. Stuff still pisses me off, but I don't focus on it for you know four or five days like i used to well julie will julie will call me on like why why do you get so upset over x i'm like you know what it is because i've spoken to whomever right. about x seven times oh yeah that kind of stuff would still bother okay. me yeah yeah so like if just don't do it again yeah just stop doing it yeah, and that could be anybody at work, yeah, exactly. at home. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that. Yeah. So So what let, let me let me let's change the subject. Maybe this will right. get people more interested again. Back into aside from us oh, just having a conversation. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I am sick and tired. <laughs> As I just said, I'm not pissed <laughs> off about anything. No, but it, it kinda baffles me. I'm trying to choose my words properly so I don't contradict myself. Has I I know how it happened. I watched it happen. I kind of let it happen that Easter is now the second biggest gift-giving holiday. I don't know how that happened. I do. I do. It started off with the the you don't have enough time so buy this pre-made Easter basket. Oh, there's a couple Hot Wheels in there. Or oh now there's a DVD in it oh look at how it has Spider-Man I don't know I'll tell you I lose that battle every year and it was a slow thing going on I mean I I appreciate the fact that people will give my daughter's presents but it was like a second birthday well you know what it is it's like like 
it's not like I mean we had a bunch of family over and stuff. People didn't bring the kids stuff. Yeah. I mean we had some family who would brought stuff for Lily, but it was Lily's like birthday kind of celebration yeah. at that point. But like it's not like we have people bringing stuff like the Easter Bunny. Well, there'll be baskets, but like right. like Olivia's basket had a movie, um, one of those cool ping pong. Uh, cup games, which oh, okay. is really fucking addictive. Um, <laughs> That's okay. The but it's a stuff. fucking ping pong ball in a cup. But like stuff yeah. like that. The little Cole's, stuff is fine. Julie's Jul- Jul- just like, just get cold that game. I'm like, it's a fifty dollar fucking game. Yeah, maybe an eight dollar Lego set. Yeah. So I'm, so that's the thing where it gets me. I'm like, when did this happen? She's like, oh, shut up. You know what it is? It's like it's like one parent did it in each neighborhood. And then everybody else had to keep up. I don't know because it wasn't like it wasn't like that when I was a kid. It was it like you like got a shitload of candy and you went to Uncle Johnny's house and you gave yourself a dollar. Yeah, that was okay. Easter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not and saying you liked it. I'm not saying that that I have any problem with people giving the girls presents. I I, yeah. I really appreciate the fact that people like them enough to do that. Yeah, but they are constantly getting stuff. And there's got to be a line where it's like, okay, that's enough. And I can't stop buying stuff. Is it like grandparents? Like and, their grandparents, and friends, your parents? Yeah. And, and friends of theirs and friends of mine, basically. But it's like, you know, I, I don't want to complain about it. I mean, but I don't want them to think that every holiday is they're yeah. the center of attention. Dad, it's Arbor Day. Um yeah, here's your sunflower seeds. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, they have uh, they at my at at their grandparents' house. They have uh, some Matchbox cars. Some of them actually are like mine from yeah. when I was little, and they have track and stuff. And they oh, like cool. to, they like to play with that. So I um, went to look for Star Wars figures this morning at Target, and they didn't have any I wanted. So I looked at Matchbox cars. They're still ninety nine cents. Yeah, which is amazing to me, and. I wasn't going to buy any until I found the uh, Batmobile from Arkham Asylum. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, the Batmobile. <laughs> all right. And it's a dollar, a dollar six with tax. Right. So I'm looking at another one. This is a Chevy Nova. I'm like, all right, that's our name. I'll get that one. There was one with two um, drivers. So it was looked like two Grand Prix cars smashed uh, yeah. together. So I picked up a bunch. It was a DeLorean. Got that for Ellen. Um, so then, you know, I'll get some track because there it's all over eBay, you right. know, and we'll set the stuff up here. But like, I was going to give it to them today, and I'm like, oh, but they just got stuff for Easter, like, yeah, exactly, three days ago, two days ago. So it's like their birthday was in March; it was Christmas before that. It's like that's great, but they need time to just play yeah. and not get stuff. Oh man, Olivia at the know. mall last night. This is this is the type of shit that Olivia's doing lately. All right, no, but only because it's <laughs> no, sort of it's tying it's into the it's tying yeah, into yeah. the getting stuff, right? Um, Cole again was paying for most of his little guide. Okay, all right. Lily had enough money that she could get a case right for her iPod. Not nice. She was going to go to the Apple Store, right? You know, and like Julie and I, we'll kick in a few bucks here and there when they right. show up, but whatever, you know, nothing huge. Yeah, and um. Olivia, we were at the food court, and Olivia's just like, can I get a smoothie? Can I get one of those smoothies? They're like five bucks for a fucking smoothie. Yeah. You know, we're just like, yeah, you know what? That's cool. They're getting stuff. You can get stuff. And, you know, I'm not even going to make you pay me back for it, you know? 
so great, you know, we have a little something to eat. And right. um, so, and then on the way past the Hagen does, Julie's like, I really want an ice cream cone. So Olivia now is looking at her smoothie like, damn it. Well, you made your choice. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so she's getting mad. She's like, Mom, I really don't. I'd really rather have ice cream. And it's just like, well, I'm not throwing that away. And then yeah. she's like, Lily Cole, do you want this? And they're like, no. And she looks at me. She goes, do you want this? I could have been in the middle of a desert, thirsty <laughs> off my fucking ass, dying of thirst. <laughs> And there was no way I was taking yeah. that smoothie away from her. Yeah. And I would have perfectly I would have been fine with it, but I'm just like, right. nope. Nope, so on she, principle. So she gets mad and she sort of stomps off and goes stands like over there and she gets all mad and she's sitting there all pissed off. And I call her over. I'm like, come here. And I'm looking all sympathetic. Right, right. I said, Olivia, there's there's two words that will help you understand what you're experiencing here. <laughs> I like, know exactly what you're what? gonna say. I go Buyer's remorse. <laughs> and she had this 11-year-old look that said, fuck you, dad. Yep, yep. She goes, can I, does that mean I can have ice cream? No. no. But but you learned a new phrase. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, so she's just like, she gets all pissed off, but she started to like pull herself together. And she's got like, coming up in June, she's got like her little graduation from we're elementary school going up to middle school. Right. So that's a whole other Incredibles conversation we could have right there. Oh yeah. So it was just like, <laughs> all right. So she wanted to go look at a dress. So I took her into a store mm. and you know, cause Julie was eating her ice cream. And right. Like, Come on, we'll go in and try on a dress and stuff like that. Avert so your we, gaze. Exactly. So she went and she tried on a dress and she's like, dad, I'm sorry about the smoothie thing. I'm like, that's, this is the type of stuff you have to get under control. Oh, okay? but she, exactly. she recognized it and, yeah, I said now, Olivia. That's I want good. you. I want you to think about it this way: If you were someone witnessing that event, yeah, what's the first thing that would go through your head? Say, like, "Wow, what a spoiled brat that kid is!" I'm like, "Bingo!" I said, "Don't be that kid," yeah. or more to the point, stop being that kid. Yeah, I mean, if if she was to take it and just like be sad that that's the decision she made, and now she has to live with it. Oh, okay. I mean. There were times where where I was in a store and I like pick something up and it's like this is what I'm going to get and then I buy it and then we go in another store later I'm like oh that is even more awesome yeah but I know I couldn't ask for it because I already got something huh yeah <laughs> it's one of so, those things but I don't I don't I don't funny. I mean if anybody that I know is listening I don't want anybody to think that I'm ungrateful for you know for the stuff it's just I don't know it's it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. It's like I, I want I want to know that people care, which is yeah. which is great, but I also want them, the girls, to realize that every day is not about them. Can I tell you that when Olivia was little, it's when Olivia was a baby, people gave her shit all the time. Yeah. We went into this little like boutique in Newburyport, the places that are too expensive for me to shop in. Oh yeah. Right? Just we were just looking around. And Did you like, say Newbury Street or Newbury no, up Port? No, up in Newburyport. Oh, okay. okay Basically the same, same yeah, price exactly. range. <laughs> so um, we're just kind of looking around, just kind of, you know, we're just walking around, looking yeah. around, looking in shops and stuff. And one of the, um, like one of the clerks is just like, oh, she's so cute, blah, blah, blah. She was only like maybe, I don't know, like three or four months old. Hmm. She's like, oh, she should try on this hat. So we, we put the little hat on her. She's like, oh, she looks so cute. And I'm sitting there going, Fucking hat is seventeen dollars. Oh, like I'm not paying. She'll for this. outgrow it well, in, like in like two five months. minutes. Yeah. So, 
And um, so we're kind of looking around, and we're just like, all right. It was just like, um, they're like, you know, take the hat. It's nice. I'm like, what? Yeah, she looks really cute. They just let her take the hat. I'm like, honey, we need to go to a BMW dealership. She looked great <laughs> in a BMW. So, but it, I mean, it was it got it was really really weird, and little things like that happened, yeah. like like probably three or four times within her first year. Hmm. It was fucking weird. That so, is weird. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I mean, but yeah, but that's something. That's something. And now people cower when she walks in the room. No. I mean, she still weighs what, like, a, as much as of a bag of feathers. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. She's she's takeable. I could take her. But still. you know what it is? It's one of those <laughs> things where it's it's like it's she has a very quick wit. Ah uh, yeah. And it's very acerbic, and she yeah she gets that. I don't know where she gets. That. I have I no know. idea. So. No idea. And the anger. Oh. I don't get that. It's so unlike your wife. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker dance i had to do the motherfucker dance today i lost a bunch of shit yeah yeah i had it was just weird fucked up computer stuff that oh. cost me two movies that i just finished editing for my Ooh. kids so now i have to go back and do it all again wow pretty fucking pissed that's not fun no huh no. so yeah there was that Huh. So I'm videotaping a fashion show on Thursday. Really? Yeah, PTA fashion show. Local, you know, teenagers and kids are going to be in it. Oh. It's a good way for me to, you know, market the, uh, what do you call it? The film school. <laughs> Your oh, thing? What, the thing. <laughs> so, nice. uh, so that should be interesting. That's good. Yeah. Sound thrilled. It's, you know what? My voice makes me sound old. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, I tried to, I get up the other day and. It was, I don't know, it might have been Saturday or something like that. And I'm trying not to talk. Uh, and after a little while, Julie's like, what is your problem? You're like ignoring everybody. <laughs> like, I'm trying not to say anything. My voice hurts. So uh, she's like, oh. <laughs> as long as it's not me. Yeah. And we're cool. Uh, anyway. It's, that's what all couples arguments basically boil down to. Are you mad at me? No? Okay, good. Then rock on. It's fine. Can I help you with anything? No? Okay, good. Wow, that was a, was a half hour of just chat. Just chatting. Huh. Isn't that fun? Aren't yeah. we interesting people? Let's anyway. Go, let's go to break. We'll come back and talk about some TV shit. All righty. Hi, Andy's Grandma. We're here to record a 
episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. This computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think... Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys, you ready to record? <laughs> if you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living podcast at NOTLP.com. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important. But we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. Famous Hollywood producer Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word in the iTunes store. With a big kiss on the lips and on the back of your neck. Little Adam Ant. Remember like him? Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I like about him. maybe 50 shows ago, we played um, Goody Two Shoes or whatever the hell Love that, that was song. called. So I watched <clears> a movie that most people hate, and I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. I All could right. see what it was trying to do. All right. Give me, give me a hint. Um, filmed locally. The Proposal? Nope. Okay. 
Um, the Departed? No. Oh, that people hate. Uh, blown Away? No, no, newer than that. <laughs> Came out last year. Last year? The Fighter? No. The Town? No. Comedy, supposedly. I need a little more to go on. Grown Ups. Oh, that was, oh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So? Yeah, it was it was okay. I could see what it was trying to do. Yeah, but it didn't do it, it didn't, did it? It didn't do it. It didn't do it well. You know what my problem is with, with the whole thing with just having not seen the movie? <laughs> I don't like Kevin James. I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's that funny either. Yeah. Um, he, I thought I liked Mall Cop. I thought that was okay. I didn't see that, but I, I think I want to see uh, Zookeeper because it's set in the Franklin Park. Series. Yeah, yeah, and so. I, and I know some people who are like in that. Oh, nice. And he, he seems like he may he does that role well. Yeah, like the it's bumbling basic, blue exactly. collar guy. And I think that. Him as a lead in that type of role is yeah. fine. Um, he's well, not the same caliber, and I hate to like even open this can of worms. He's not the same caliber as the rest of the cast of Grown Ups, right? You know, they, like, they have a a more like they've cemented their place in their area yeah. of of the comedy pantheon, which is like third tier. Right, because but still. Kevin, Kevin James is just kind of one note. I'm a schlub. It's he's like he he's the Chris Farley of the yeah. movie, isn't he? He would Pretty have been much, that yeah. character. But what what I think the problem with it was is that Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, David Spade, yep. Rob Schneider, yeah, um, and Kevin James. The problem with that yeah. is that they're all two good friends. You know what in I mean? Like, real life? like in real life, they're okay. all. And it, it all showed through. And it showed that. And mo- a lot of this movie was them in different settings where they're sitting together, saying a couple of things, ragging uh, on each other a little bit, stuff like that. Okay. And um, it just didn't, like, little. it was a little too episodic in that way. It mm. just didn't work for me that way. It's almost like they were writing Saturday Night Live skits again. Kind of, you know? It was, okay. And it was just like, okay, let's just rag on each other and give each other shit. All right. Uh, which, you know, old friends, when they get together, are prone to do. Right. I mean, you Chinese can almost, food night is, yeah. you know? You can almost see that kind of thing with um, Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler in all of Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah. But it was a little bit, it was a little bit too much of that. Mm. So I think that, you know, when a big group of people, you know, a group of friends get together after a long period of time, yeah, well, you know, the first few hours they just give each other some shit, but then yeah. it's like you sort of settle into just sort of being around each other again. Yeah, yeah. And then that sort of, that dissipates, I think. And I think that they pushed a little too hard. Now, what were they going for know? somebody's wedding? It was, um, no, they're like, uh, their basketball coach. They were at like this youth center or something when they were kids, and the basketball coach died. Oh, and they they like were the only championship team that he ever had, oh, and he was a okay, great mentor okay. to them. All right, you know, and um, you know, cared about him a lot. He was a very popular coach, and blah blah blah. So they go to his funeral and okay. gets them all together. Then they go to this lake house, and it was filmed up around up around here, like North Shore, like Essex, and oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. a scene that takes place in Woodman's, the clam place. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. There See, I'd, I'd watch it for like that. Like I initially watched uh, and had no expectations for session nine because it was like made by the USA Channel, yeah. 
but like it was filmed like we could see it from here if we were on a high enough hill yeah and like you can actually in some of the shots be like oh that's where i work that's yeah. where i live and but then session nine was really good but so <laughs> Yeah. So, but it was um, a lot of stuff's been filmed around here lately. Now that yeah. now that I had mentioned all of those that I yeah, can exactly. remember, <laughs> yeah, last year was a really good year. Yeah, and there's some stuff coming up now. Like, um, what the fuck is it? There's something with Kevin James filming now. I want to call it Boom. No, that's wrong. Maybe it is right. I don't know. Uh, is he, does he live around here? Because like he's got this is his, that'll be his third movie. Yeah. Rob Zombie's filming Lords of Salem yeah. in Salem, thank fucking God. Still can't get any information on where where and when he's going to be filming, but whatever. That'll be a weird one to see. Yeah. It's like it'll be like a coming home for him and like I'm really interested to see what people outside of the area think of the location shots. Yeah. You know, if that even plays into it. Like is there going to be a big death scene on Pickering Wharf? That kind of <laughs> thing. That'd be nice. I don't know. Hey, uh, so I know where that Christian Day dude, the the I hate Charlie Sheen dude, what dude? the the wizard. Remember? Oh yeah, I know where his shop is. Oh really? Yeah, I may have to stop in there and take Fuck some pictures. Him. It's funny, people around him don't like him. What'd you think of? Uh, um, oh, let's go through the TV. All shows. right, so Community was all up. Uh, about it was a clip show for stuff that <laughs> for shows happen. that never happened. <laughs> that was I great. thought it was great, that but was I really thought good. that it was a little bit too. Remember a while ago, I talked about how annoying it was when they all they get into this whole bullshit about friendship and be nice to each other. Blah, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. it fell into that. But they made fun of it. A little bit, yeah. Because Jeff gives the same speech every time. Exactly. And they just changed out words like from horse to like yes, electric exactly. eel or so, something. But I liked a lot of the. Um, a lot of the the cutaways to you know some of the stuff that never had like the the yeah. old scenes that never happened like and it's one, ridiculous stuff yeah like this was supposed to this is supposed to be habitat for humanity not habitat against humanity yeah, yeah. some of that stuff was really really funny I um uh, I compared it when I when I was watching it I turn I turned to Ellen and I'm like oh this is their this is their Family Guy episode this is where they have a tiny little bit of plot. Yeah, and it's just, all asides that are just ridiculous. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the basic idea, and they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, I thought it was. So, I thought it was fun. Sometimes, was sometimes good. that works with Family Guy. Sometimes it gets on my nerves. Yeah, but um, okay. So after that, I do not watch the Paul Reiser show because it's just not funny. Oh, what, what do you mean? I tried. I tried watching the show. After the Paul Reiser show. Yeah. It's been on for two weeks. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, oh, right. You don't watch it on Thursday. Nights. I don't watch. I don't watch it on Thursday. Um, I just I watch. Perfect stuff on couples Google. isn't on. Right. And Paul Reiser is like a mid mid season replacement. Okay. And you know what? I might check it out. Go just ahead. Go ahead I like and try it. Mad about you. Yeah, and he, I, I just don't think it's funny. So, all right. Yeah, I'll check that out. So, um, um, then there was an hour of The Office. Uh, no, there was an hour of Thirty Rock. Oh, this week's the hour of the offer. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Thirty Rock yeah. hour was a little long. I even I'm, I'm a huge. You know it, me about Thirty hit, Rock. It hit forty forty five yeah, minutes. I'm like, what like, is going on? This here? is like too. Yeah. It was too long. Yeah, it was their hundredth episode, so that's that's fine. It's fine, but 
there's something that it just could have been tightened up a yeah, little exactly. bit here and there. It was almost as if they took a, a regular episode and they said, stretch it out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, is that you or me? <laughs> I don't know. It could be my Oh, I have an iPhone thing. Oh, it was me. Oh, all right. Yeah, my mail's not even open. So, um, yeah, I liked... I. There were two two things I really liked. One was, and they worked together. Before, first of all, Michael Keaton's um, guest shot. Yeah, I thought that was, was great. It was uh, that was great. But Jack's speech about no one will take you seriously if you go back and do TV. Yeah, where he's talking to Tracy, but he's discussing his own personal oh, film totally. career. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was really good. I but, don't care if you get a franchise or if you start yeah, a franchise. You walk or, away from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then going to Tom Hanks at the end where he says, call Brad, tell, who was the third person? Clooney. I think it was Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, that he's not A-list anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then for the people that are so dense and couldn't get the joke, he starts whistling the bosom buddies thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's beautiful because Brad Pitt and Clooney all were on TV. Yeah. Brad Pitt was? What did he do on TV? Wasn't he in... Um, oh, fuck. What was he in? I don't know. Can you superphone it? Yeah. I think they could have put DiCaprio in there, too. Yeah, that would have been funny. That would have been nice. But I swear to God, Brad Pitt did something. Whether it was just guest shots or something, I don't I don't remember. Because I thought uh, Brad Pitt's first thing was Thelma and Louise. I know that was his first movie. Yeah, that might have... I don't know. Well, if if that is the case, then I totally read more into the joke than I thought was there. Um, so that hour of 30 Rock was before The Office or after? It was after, right? I have no idea. Well, okay. So what did you think of The Office? Um, the Office I thought was great. Oh, Brad Pitt was on 30-something in one episode. He was on Growing Pains. That's so, what it was. So Brad Pitt yeah. did do. He a did bit do of some TV. TV. Yeah, Head of the Class. He did an episode. Really? Yeah, I like that show. That was a he terrible was on show. The World for a little while. So yeah, he did some TV stuff. Oh, did he do soap opera stuff? Yeah, a little like bit a of lot soap of soap opera, opera stuff. stuff. Okay. So, um, anyway, um, The Office I thought was really good. The Last Dundies. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. This episode really Thursday, I, I don't think I can make. I'm not going to be able to make it through it. That's going to be a rough one. It is. So it I'll, is. I'll end up. I mean, I'll watch it on Hulu because I just yeah. I don't watch. I, I took I took the most touching part of the episode, and it's the last thing on oh, the yeah. show after the after the music break. Um, but I think his reaction was genuine. I don't think they told him they were doing that. that what do you mean? That song at the end. I don't think oh, they, really? I don't think they told him because he like started crying. Like you, think Steve, really you don't started. think Steve Carell's that good an actor? I think that they, well, it looked, it didn't look like he was acting. <laughs> it Did it? I mean, it really didn't. I don't know. I'd like to think so. I don't know. That was episode. really nice. It was good. It's been a nice little send-off for him. The show's gotten itself back under control. It's almost like they purposely almost spiraled out of control just to be like, okay, remember what it used to be. (laughs) So, I liked when they were at Meredith's house. She's like, come on, it'll make it breakfast. I got Vienna sausages and napkins. Napkins. (laughs) I so wanted to see Creed's house, though. Oh, I know. I thought they were at Creed's house. Yeah. 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 
And she, the, the door's wide open. She's yeah. like, walk a shame. <laughs> like, oh my God. She's disgusting. Yeah, she is. Uh, but no, that was, that was, uh, that was good. So this next episode, that's it, right? That's it. He's done. Or is there one more after? Because they said Will Ferrell's on four. Are they going to count this as like the doubles that they were doing before? Either that or Will Ferrell's going to be in it without Steve Oh, a separate one, right. And then that'll be the end of the season. Then they'll bring in a new... Oh, is that the end of the season? That might. I don't know. Would it be? I don't even know what episode it's on. I haven't been paying attention to it. I don't know, but it's only like the beginning of May, maybe? I don't know. We'll look that up. When we talk about it next week, we'll know. (laughs) Um, Glee... Um, I gotta tell you, I am uh, fading fast. Pretty much, pretty much done with Glee. I'm, I really think I'm just watching it to see if uh, Santana and um, Brittany make out. That's pretty much it. <laughs> what uh, what 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 went on? This was the one where they did that fucking benefit. Did you did you watch? Did they make it through the whole thing? They're supposed to do oh, this benefit. Yeah, for like the six math, people showed for, like, up. The trivia team yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and they get heckled and all that stuff. Next week, uh, Kurt's back in the uh, back at McKinley. Like we didn't see that coming. But this is what fucking kills me about this show. Like they showed they showed in this like the coming attractions, the scene, you know, the scenes of next week or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, um, where he's like standing on this big staircase and he's just like Kurt the faggot's back at McKinley, or whatever the fuck. Is that his what name he is. said? No, whatever his name is, right? And like people are cheering. <laughs> That's terrible. Why like, did you say that? I don't know. So, um, and like you know, they show like people cheering and stuff. It's just like, wait a minute, you can't have it both ways. Like they're either universally hated or they're not. Like like yeah. if they're, like they're the fucking dork club and everything, no one would give a shit that Kurt. Well, back. let's see what leads up to him coming back. It could be something big. Make it a big know. issue. Have that big football player kill himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He almost got outed. You know, have have the 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 gay schoolboy there, drag him. You know, tie him up and drag him behind a truck, screaming, "Boys don't cry!" Oh yeah, because you know? yeah, because eye for an eye works, right? <laughs> something terrible. In, something interesting needs to happen on this show. I mean, there's the whole thing with the Mercedes was being a bitch. Mercedes I, was doing this whole I'm not doing anything for this benefit unless I get everything all of my demands. I don't like I don't like I her want, character. Well, you know what it is. It's and I just don't like, like Rachel. Realistically, everybody bunch. else would have been just like, look, shut the fuck up. You yeah. don't want to do it fine. Just stop being an asshole. We're not going to kiss your ass. There there might be three characters I like on that show. I like Brittany cuz she's so fucking real. Okay? I yeah. like Santana because she's hot. I'm not really a fan of Santana, but I'll go with Brittany. On uh, I like Sue, ninety percent of the time. Yeah, Emma. Yeah, she's all right. And um, oh, Sunshine. That yeah. was that was weird. After we did the show last week, we're talking. I'm like, why the fuck don't they bring back that little girl with the amazing voice? And then I sat down and watched it, and she was on. But then they bring her back, and like I had watched half the episode, and then like you know a couple of di- you know a couple of days had gone by before I finished it, and yeah. someone had told me, because um, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why did Sunshine just bag out? And they're like, oh, someone told me, oh, they address that later. They address in one little fucking sliver where like the teacher from New Horizons or Dance Directions, whatever the fuck they are, vocal um, adrenaline, whatever. 
Um, if we're gonna talk about it, we got to get it right. Oh, fuck, fucking gargle adrenaline. It's a, it's a wow. <laughs> you brought the homophobia today. So is that in pill form or I suppository? Guess so. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's um, it's the guy from Thirty Rock playing yeah. Austin Goolsby. Yeah. So <laughs> so apparently he's just like, oh, I got her to not go. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But I'll tell you, Sue having a little Legion of Doom, I thought that was funny. That was. That brought it back to like the sort of absurd but not sh- fucking stupid stuff that yeah. they did early in the first season. Yeah. They need to they need to get back to that. Yeah, exactly. Cuz right now she's just she's a bully. Yeah, she's just an asshole. Yeah. Where before she was just like Okay, she was a little weird, driven. She right. she felt threatened and everything, but to turn this into like, you know, and like, like you haven't heard a comment about you know Will Schuster's hair in several episodes, and yeah. that shit was funny. And where's Beast? She's exactly. I like her. I liked her as a character. She's good. Yeah. I don't know. I think they they, they maybe they have too many characters. They don't know how to balance them out properly. And now and now it's like. The way they're advertising the show is just that they're just advertising like, oh, it's a new Gaga episode. Yeah. You know, so it's unfor- – I know that it's about a glee club and that music is, you know, a big ball is a big part of the show. Right. But I really think that they're relying too much on the music and not relying on story and characters to yeah. do stuff in the show. And I'll be honest with you. I'm blowing through the songs. I don't even listen to the songs anymore. There's there's a bunch that I will skip. Honestly, I will skip most of the stuff that Mercedes sings. Yeah. She's great. I just don't find the, her interpretations of them interesting. Yeah. So. I even blew through Gwyneth Paltrow's song. Yeah. I so. I think she's she departed at the right time. Yeah. Well, she was Maybe only she was only a little bit She was late. only set for a, a like a set number of episodes. Yeah, but I think she should have left at the end of the the prior episode. I don't think she should have hung around yeah. for this one. And the whole, oh, Will and Emma, come on, give me, you know what? They were already together. But here's the thing, too. Like, her situation is, is has, has gone from something that was kind of fun to watch, yeah. okay, to being like, this this ruined her marriage. Yeah. It's just like... What like two? What two marriages? Yeah. So like, what now? You feel this is this is like another after school special? Yeah. Where her OCD is just like totally ruining her life. Where but it's before. not. But that's not it. It's it's Will. Ken saw that 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 she still had feelings and he didn't show up for the wedding. No, I think it's because she wouldn't consummate the relationship. No, that was that was the other one. That was with the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. But Ken. Tanaka was that his name? Yeah, she didn't even they didn't he didn't even show up. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know what it is. But the thing is, though, like in this recent episode, it was her, it was her OCD that like pushed the dude away. Yeah. Just, so it's just like, come on, man. This was a fun, quirky little character that you had first season. You yeah. know, it was kind of funny. Not not every episode. Or personality quirk needs to be, yeah, a a life lesson. Right, I don't, exactly. I don't, I don't know. Pick, pick your battles. You that's know? why. That's why at the very beginning I said, you know what, this show should not be an hour long. Mm. 
It should have been just fast and 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 dirty and absurd. Thirty minute show. Yeah, yeah. One song at the beginning, one at the end. Yeah. There you go. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna try and do a message and you're gonna try and have some kind of social commentary, keep the Kurt thing. Yeah. Make it dark at times, but keep it light at the same time. You know, on the opposite end of yeah. it, balance it out. Yeah. Every now and again, once a season, have a very special episode. Where yeah. Someone. Yeah. You know. But don't don't try to make a big issue out of everything. And that's something that I like that The Office would do. Something would rear its head, and then it would be forgotten about. Yeah. Because that's how, that's how life is. Somebody has a big issue, but if it doesn't impact you directly, yeah, it, kinda, it doesn't gonna, matter. Like the episode away. of uh, Community where Abed delivered a baby in the background. When was that? That was, I forget what episode it was. I think it was, no, I forget which one it was. But Abed's like with a girl the whole time and he delivers a baby. He's not, he's not in the episode really. (laughs) But like that kind of thing, like it doesn't affect the rest of the group. It's just Abed. So you don't need to go and follow him. He can show up in the background here and there. And that's that's a good way to do it. I don't give a shit if Finn gets back together with anybody. As you know? Yeah. Finn's a moron. Yeah. Granted, I got back together with a girl that cheated on me too. Twice. But you know what? It's high school and you're yeah. stupid in high school. Yeah. But nothing <laughs> in high school Excuse me. I shouldn't say nothing, but they're 90% of the things in high school don't matter once you walk out that door with right. your diploma. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, bullying, that kind of stuff you carry with you. But relationships and mean teachers, none of that shit matters. Right. Awards won. Nobody's going to look at your resume and go, oh, you won the Nationals for the Glee Club. Can you put movies in alphabetical order? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I I I I try to be optimistic, and that's why I keep watching the show. Yeah, I've given uh, for a show that I'm not entirely thrilled with. I give it more than its fair share, right. and I like to keep up with it because, for what it's worth, it is still. I don't know how long, but it is still culturally relevant. Yeah. So and I you know like what? To, and they're they they have good. Uh, characters that that people can can kind of look up to with Kurt and yeah. um, what's his face in the Warblers, and even Kurt's dad. I mean, yeah, that's a show that a father can sit down with his kids, like thirteen, fourteen boys, girls, whatever. They could get something out of right. It. So that's but the problem is that but the problem with Glee is that they've taken that and they've sort of run with. Wanting to always be that. Well, that's the problem is that they know that that's what they are. They know that Kurt is the most high-profile gay character on TV. And like I think I had said before, that's what I was afraid of would happen with Community or Modern Family. It would be like, okay, we know we're funny, so now we're going to be funny. Modern Family? Did we talk about the one where they love the F word? Did you see Yes, that? we did. We did. That was good. And then there was no new one, right? No. No. Next week, apparently, on Big Bang, uh, Priya goes over the roommate agreement. Yeah. 
That's going to be really good. Well, as if we didn't have enough reasons to hate her already. I think it's going to be funny. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like her because she doesn't take the time to care about anybody. You know, she doesn't, she didn't integrate herself like a friend would, like a girlfriend should, I think. So I think this is the episode that's going to break the relationship, maybe. No, I don't think so. I'd like to see that happen. Get her I don't think so. No, because Leonard's going to move out. Yeah, but where's she, he going to move out to? She's staying in L.A. now. Yeah, but is he going to move out with her? Is that yeah, what we? So. I think that's what'll happen. It would. What? I mean, this is all to me. This is all like we. I had said last week. It's all set up for a new roommate episode, yeah, a new exactly. roommate agreement episode, right. or getting a new roommate. Yeah. So I really think what's going to happen is they're going to go through this roommate agreement thing. Leonard and Sheldon get all pissed off with each other. Yeah. And Priya will say, well, why don't we just live together? Or one of them will just say, let's just live together. They'll move yeah. now, together. Is she a lawyer? Is that what, yeah, she, that's is that what, what her she job does. is? So she's going to say this isn't a legal and binding contract. Well, yeah, I mean, but you got to suspend. I mean, I just of hope, course I it's hope not. There's, I hope there's more to it than... I mean, the roommate agreement as it stands is not a legally binding contract. No, it's plus bullshit. it's a gross violation of civil liberties. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean it's a stupid thing where if Leonard really wanted to, he could just, you know... Say fuck you! I'm not going to do this, but yeah. that's that would destroy the show. I you know, just part I just, of the show is that they give in to Sheldon's bullshit yeah. far too often. I just hope that they handle the problem she's going to have with it, or whatever problem she'll find with it. I hope it's a smart reason and not you know oh it's a violation of his civil rights or something like that. Yeah, no, I or, don't think it would go serious like that. Well, no, I mean you can do that, but you can you can do that, handle that lightly, you know, cause, like the show's good at doing. I just I just hope it's like wording or a loop. No, I think it's going to be just like why are you, why do you put up with this? Well, oh, a separate like, conversation. From... Yeah, why do I put up with this? Why okay. do I put up with this? Well, because Sheldon is actually a good friend when it comes down to it, hmm. in a really strange way. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Um, what else did I watch? I've been watching a lot of kids' movies, so whatever. I saw Rio. Oh, I talked about that already. Yeah. yeah. What else I, did I watch? <laughs> I wanted to watch Tangled this week. Tangled's good. Yeah, I know. I, I heard enjoyed it was good. that. Um, but like Olivia and Lily got sick on like Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, so it was a. Plus, the weather sucked over vacation. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not snowing though. Can't really complain. Oh yeah, it's I not can. snowing. You know what though? I was at lacrosse practice with Lily today, and it's <laughs> cold out. I'm cold, and we're at the field. Yet there are bugs flying around. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? If I'm cold, I shouldn't have to swat bugs away. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, Earth Day. You know what? Fuck you, Mother Nature. Go fuck yourself with a tree. I replanted. You know how you can buy that bamboo. The little, in the little, like, tall little pots. And, like, you know, it's lucky bamboo. And it just yeah. grows and grows. Well, mine, it reached a certain height and stopped growing. So I'm like, you know what? I've kept this plant healthy for three years. <laughs> I'm going to replant it. And let it, ripped grow, off. and let it grow really big. You got ripped off, bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled, yeah. Um, 
But I read that if you plant it, it's like seriously invasive. And like your whole neighborhood will come become a fucking samurai bamboo forest. But would it survive? I mean, doesn't it get too cold around here for that to survive? There's certain kinds I think they can. Yeah. But so I I planted it in a pot. I bought a pot that kind of looks like I got it from a Chinese food restaurant. It's red, has squares on it and stuff. It's kind of nice looking. <laughs> it's a little I, white box. And basically, it's... yeah. Exactly. It's a combo number. Yeah. Um, I just needed something with drainage in the bottom. Um, so I got rocks, put rocks in the bottom, put a nice thick layer of soil, and then I took the the two out of the, the skinny little pots. There were so many roots, I couldn't even see dirt. Really? Like, it was a mess of, it was just a ball of fucking roots. Like, I could I could have cut half of it off and the plant would still be healthy and fine. <laughs> so I planted them, they're outside, and... I put them out there to get sun, so we'll see. I, I just wanted to grow, like, big, you know, have a nice, big, solid bamboo plants. So you can make a staff. Exactly. <laughs> and then we can all be Kung Fu Panda. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Poe. I was looking through the uh, wallpaper for Kung Fu Panda, and there's a lot of characters. Master Croc, he's a crocodile. There's a gorilla. He looks he looks ridiculous. I got to tell you, I'm, uh, I was reading a thing on... Cars 2. Yeah. And I'm kind of starting to look forward to it. Really? I am. Uh, It's like the most characters that they've ever done, the most special effects that they've ever done. The whole movie's a special effect. Well, I know that, but you know what I mean. It's like... Yeah. I've been watching a lot of the roundtable stuff because I've been pulling out the uh, the Blu-rays. We put all the Blu-rays out on a shelf, all the kids' stuff, um, because I really have a problem watching standard deaf stuff now. Because I'm a fucking snob. Exactly. So I put all their stuff out, and um, I didn't. I I hadn't realized how many things. I, Clone Wars is there, season one and two. Yeah. They, 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 that'll be for later. But like, I'll let them pick what they want, and they've, they've wanted to watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. That's one of their favorite movies right now. That that is really cute. I like I've never one. seen the whole thing. That was that was fun. Um, I like the '80s feel that it has to it. You know what it is? I watch it. Well, I think about watching, and I'm just like, you know what? It's one of those, like, I know it's, like, totally formulaic, and it's me just being a douche. Mm. But it's just like, oh, he's an outsider. He does something cool. It blows up on his face. He learns a lesson. He saves the day. Yeah, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> That's every what? movie. It's every exactly. Pixar movie. Know, it's every Disney still, movie. I just don't have enough faith in it to want to spend the time on it. No, it was a there was it was a nice surprise. And Anna Ferris does the voice of the girl, yeah. so I figured that might help you out. And Mister T's the cop. Yeah, I so know. It can't be too bad. Still doesn't help me. No. So they they also like the Incredibles, which I really didn't oh, think they God. were going to go for, since it's a whole lot of talking, I and they're love only that three. Movie so much. Wally, they've watched um, Sleeping Beauty, which they were kind of in and out of. Uh, Beauty and the they Beast fell asleep. Yeah. Um. Ellen and I watched Tangled just to see because she wanted to see it. So then I went out and got it. And they haven't watched that one yet. But last two days, it's all, it's just been about Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I like so, that. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's fun. We're training them to, to go to the theater. Nova will start to squirm at about the 55-minute mark. Yeah. And I'm like, if you move, we don't go to a movie theater and see Poe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so because if i'm gonna go to the fucking movies with them i'm gonna watch the goddamn movie yeah i'm not there to come in and out of the theater 
So we'll see. I don't know. This summer, though, I think uh, I think Captain America is pretty close to the top of the list. I'm looking forward to that. And obviously the last Harry Potter, because she's in the other room right now, so she has to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> so that that definitely, I do want to see that, though. What do you think is going to be a disappointment? I don't know. I think it's going to be Thor. You think so? I do. It's going to make a shitload of money, because Wolverine, May movie. Disappointment, shitload of money, though. Yeah, but I don't think that... I don't think people are going to go for the 60s X-Men. I'm really excited for that. That that has a lot of potential. Oh, you know what else I've been watching a lot of? Archer. Oh, yeah. I haven't got any more through that since we talked last... Where are you in it? Like Like, episode four. (sighs) I haven't got any further. I can't think I've, of, I've finished the first and, the oh, movie, and everything through the second season. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it is like laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most of it is. Really funny. I really like it. Just, I just, there's one, I don't, you probably haven't seen it yet. No, I don't think you have. <laughs> where like he, and you'll forget about this by the time you get to this episode. Probably, yeah. So he's, um he's up against this other guy and. The guy has got a sword, and then like his two sexy henchwomen have got swords. Okay. So he's just like, uh, um, I don't have a sword. <laughs> and he's just like, true, you don't. He's <laughs> just like, well, uh, can I? <laughs> <laughs> so he tells one of the girls, give him a sword. So they, she throws a sword, and um, he's like, well, now she doesn't have one. And then she pulls another one out. He's just like, oh, so you guys are like really set on doing this, huh? <laughs> It's that bored nonchalance. That, oh, my that, God. That I, I didn't think the voice would work at first. But no, no, because I've totally heard him does. in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he does like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, he does that. He's uh, home movies. Um, he was Coach McGurk in home movies for, for a very long time. I don't know that. He uh, shows up on Venture Brothers every now and then. Yeah. So very John just, H. Benjamin, I yeah. think his name is. He shows up in a lot of stuff. But it's... um. It's really funny. And yeah. what's great is you've got like Judy Greer mm. and Jeffrey Tambor yeah. and that woman who plays the played the mom on Arrested Development. Yeah. Like all three of them yeah. were in Arrested Development. It's like a reunion. It is. It is. Um, but I think we need to go to break. All right. All right let's do that. that has a 
country called England. Three cinephiles battle weekly against the onslaught of movie releases. They review, dissect, and discuss until each is defeated. Jordan is the host. Ian is the sweary one. And Noel is the grandpa. And together they are the 35mm heroes. Dig it, bitches. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and hard cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really, it's isn't. not visually striking. No, I just just getting confirmation. It's just in English. That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Hey fans, it's Ken Foray. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mail Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. was a great like i felt like i should have had my like spiky hair and an identity like, disc from tron clothes, clothes yeah. or something like that exactly i just lost four quarters so. of dragon's lair um what were you going to talk about you're going to talk about something no, i was going to talk about this place where we used to go and eat late at night and um 
when we would go there, there's remember there was always like one woman who, for some reason or another, had her arm amputated above the elbow. Yes. Okay. Since then, I have been in there, and there are there's at least one, possibly two others in there, with a amputated arm of or something. Well, you know why? No, because their employee handbook was written by King Hammurabi. Yeah, That's that why. took a little bit to lead up to when I we know. were talking about it. But I was going to say that that, that restaurant gives everybody a helping hand. Ooh. <laughs> wow. He's got to save the best for on air. Got to hand it to you. Because everybody just went, Hamu, what? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, those people can't appreciate. Well, they might be able to appreciate, but they can't really clap and let us know. Unless oh. they stand next to each other. They could. That that <laughs> would terrible. work. That, that could work. I'm terrible. Our man. listeners, though, are quite intelligent, and I'm sure they all knew, except for Brie, who Hammurabi was. Yes, well, <laughs> I think Brie did. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I won't. And if she listens, she can She's call me on it. She's asleep by now. Come no on. kidding, huh? Uh, what else we got? I don't know. You want to get to the news Let's shit? do some news. All right. Oh, see. we were talking earlier about the white iPhone. But t- speaking of the, I mean, the I- the white iPhone, which yeah. is just bullshit. Who the fuck cares? Right. But did you hear about the um, the other stuff going on with the iPhone? No. Like the whole privacy thing. Oh, yeah. I stuff. It's such bullshit. Let me, let me ask you this. You have a phone that geotags your position. You can have Foursquare and all this other shit, Facebook places, tag, yeah. here I am, whatever. Are you surprised? No. That, that people know where you are? But the thing is, though, like, the file, that they're t- like, the thing that they're talking about, for one thing, there was a fucking book written about it late last year. Oh, really? About that same type of thing. I don't know and that. Because I don't care. It doesn't do what people are complaining that it does. It just flat out does not send what information. What does it do? What it does is it, because of all the stuff that makes your smartphone smart. Right. Okay. Like for maps and for geotagging uh-huh. your Because it your says it would like to use your current like location. Right. You know, and you can, one thing, you can turn the shit off. Yes. That's the first thing. Second thing is that it doesn't go anywhere. It sits in a file in your computer, and actually somebody wrote an application that you can extract it and see on a right. map, which I did, and it looks pretty cool. Right. I, I couldn't do it at work. Okay. I have to do it but at home. But it's not particularly accurate. Am I just going to say fucking Cambridge and Peabody? Right. Big deal. So, um, but it's but the thing is, though, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And Al Franken, who I typically like, yeah. is being a douche. Well, he needs something to complain about. I'm sorry, time. Stuart Smiley. You're not smart enough on this Smalley. one. Whatever the fuck is You're going to make was. fun of him. Do it right. Fuck him. No, he's wrong on this <laughs> one. What is he saying? I Honestly, this is he one wants, issue. He, you know what? He's, he's calling attention. Apple out. He goes, I, he had this whole list of questions. Just like, what does this do? Why is it there? Who gets this information? Blah, blah, blah. I think that those are those seem to be reasonable questions for somebody that doesn't know anything about that it. have already... That have already been answered. It's a non-fucking issue. Yeah, but you know what? It makes people happy that somebody's no, asking. No, no, you know what it is? It's like it's in the news. Yeah. It's a newsworthy topic. The iPhone always catches somebody's eye in the news. It's That's always true. in the news. Okay. Apple is a big, easy target to take. Yeah. You know, so. Don't all smartphones do this, though? Yeah. Android phones do it. So. Okay. Fuck you all! It, this is just everybody shut up about this. this is not now. If you have a kid, you just shut it off. If you're worried about that, yeah. But we had the other thing there where people could 
actually find you through the shit you post. Oh, yeah. So you got to be responsible all around. Yeah, if exactly. I have geotagged photos or if I'm checking into Foursquare, you know, Foursquare, if I was a fucking burglar, Foursquare would be my best friend. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think the whole thing is just stupid. And actually, I read another article today that said that Apple could stop. They have so much in cash reserves. They could stop and not sell another thing, and the company could still survive and pay all its bills through the year 2018. Wow. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's impressive. They've got like $65 billion in cash. That's very That's impressive. And yet they still manage to make the stuff they do exactly. when they don't have to. Right. Huh. We should so, look into we should look into their philanthropic side. See I what think they, he does what a lot. Doing. I think, they I do think some so. Pretty good and stuff. you know what? I got to give credit to to Bill Gates too. He's oh he's yeah, trying most definitely. To, I, I think I said it before, but he's trying to end malaria. He's trying to eradicate. But, but you know it. what though? Like Bill Gates so good now for him. Is, is so like I don't even associate him with Microsoft anymore. Cause no, no. Is, but without Microsoft, he wouldn't be able to do this. No, exactly, so. exactly. And Microsoft had its time, and now they're floundering. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, it's because Bill Gates is out curing malaria. Yeah. <laughs> So, but you got Balmer. Maybe Microsoft should worry about you know taking care of little bugs. Yeah, not that malaria is a bug. It's a that's a slang word for a virus. Bug. So, all right, let's see. What do we got? All right, where should we start? Let's start with the stuff that people sent us. How about that? No, actually, let's start with this. Robert De Niro. And the only reason I keep bringing up Donald Trump is because I think it's a fucking circus sideshow, and it's ridiculous so want to hear some of this stuff yeah sure especially if it's got robert de niro i love robert de niro here's one person who won't back businessman donald trump if he decides to pursue the presidency robert de niro robert de niro fuck trump up yeah the actor spoke with nbc news brian williams at the tribeca film festival over the weekend and opened up about several topics including the donald here's uh de niro's thing here and i I don't do a de niro voice so you don't have to worry about that that's okay I won't mention names, but certain people in the news the last couple of weeks just, what are they doing, said De Niro. It's crazy. They're making statements about people that they don't even back up. Get the facts before you start saying things about people. De Niro later coughed up that he was referring to Trump. I want that audio. That would be great. I'll have to find that. Uh, It's like a big hustle. It's like being a car salesman, said De Niro. Don't go out there and say things unless you can back them up. How dare you? That's awful to do. (laughs) <laughs> to just go out and speak and say these terrible things, unless you just want to get o- get over and get the job, it's crazy. Both comedian Jerry Seinfeld, oh, I think we might actually have audio here, and both comedian Jerry Seinfeld and actor Charlie Sheen also took some shots at Trump recently. <sighs> That's pretty bad when you got Charlie Sheen and De Niro yeah. mad at you. Trump responded to De Niro on Monday saying, De Niro can say what he wants, but the fact is that this guy has not revealed his birth certificate. A lot of people agree with me. (sighs) He also said some other things about, you know, he might be a great actor, but he's a moron. So let's see uh, what we got here. And it'll probably be a gigantic fucking ad to start with as it takes time to why does it always do that? How come it can't be ready for me when I'm ready for it? It's just one of those things. 
That's terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna reload the page. We'll see what happens. Do you think do you think Trump's gonna get it? You think he's gonna figure Nomination? it out? Huh? Or just take a hint. Yeah, take a hint. He said uh, a couple of days ago, quote, I won't mention names, but certain people in the news in the last couple of weeks, just what are they doing? It's crazy. They're making statements about people that they don't even back up. Go get the facts I just read before all you that. start saying things about people. Well, he's not the brightest bulb on the planet. I mean, I've been watching him over the years, and I like his acting. But, you know, in terms of, in terms of when I watch him doing interviews and various other things, we're not dealing with Albert Einstein. There's the quote I was looking for. Mom. He's not Albert Einstein. Neither are you, dumbass. Um, brash Facebook post leads to bank heist arrest. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two people charged in a staged Texas bank heist apparently didn't think twice when they typed messages in the what's on your mind portion of their Facebook pages. What's on my mind is I'm counting all the money I stole. Court document show. Wait, there's someone at the door. <laughs> <laughs> they They typed get $3 signs. And then um, a smiley face kind of emoticon thing. Uh, wrote bank employee Stephanie Daniela Martinez, 19, two days before $62,201 was taken from the International Bank of Commerce in Houston, according uh, to an affidavit from FBI Special Agent Kevin J. Katz. Now, here's how it is. You've taken $62,200. I'll just take one more. 201. I know, huh? It's like, come on. Or it was two rolls of pennies. <laughs> Could have been. Uh, according to the F. David filed with a criminal complaint in federal court this week, and her boyfriend, Ricky Gonzalez, 18, wrote on his page on March 24th, the day after the robbery, wipe my teeth with hundreds. H-U-N-D-E-R-E-D-S. <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> These postings, plus an anonymous Crime Stoppers tip on March 30th, landed the pair and the and two others in custody, according to the federal complaint. The tip advised there was information about the heist on Facebook. <laughs> That's so dumb. Wait, did they check Lane Book for this stuff? Like, oh, look at that shit. Oh, the Facebook uh, Martinez attorney said Friday the Facebook postings may show his client was immature and deserving of a short prison term or probation. No. Means he's a dumbass and he should enjoy getting butt raped. <laughs> Gonzalez's attorney said, "Yeah, I know he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, but he's got sixty-two thousand dollars to pay me." So, <laughs> uh, Rivera was a teller during a previous unsolved bank robbery, which is robbery. which is perfect because she told everyone they robbed a fucking bank <laughs> and believed staging the robbery would be easy. According to the affidavit, Martinez advised the plan was for herself and Rivera to pick a date where they would both be working the late shift and they would plan for the staged robbery to take place close to closing time, thus minimizing the chances of any customers being in the bank. There's more, but that's idiotic. That's hilarious. You got to wonder, like, if those posts hadn't gone up, would they have been caught? Yeah, that is that is a good uh, it's a good question. It reminds me of the, the bank heist in Dark Knight, only really shittily done. Yeah. Tattoo of murder scene. I think this one's from Randy, if I remember right. Tattoo of murder scene leads to cold case conviction. 
He put the fucking murder scene on a tattoo as a tattoo. Authorities say a gang member's oddly specific tattoo on his chest has led to his conviction in a 2004 murder case. Anthony Garcia, 22, was found guilty Wednesday of first-degree murder with gang enhancements uh, for the murder of a Pico Rivera man on January 23, 2004. According to Los Angeles County Sheriff's officials, investigators first connected Garcia to the case when an investigator was looking through photographs of gang member tattoos and came across an image of his chest. It said, I killed this dude on such and such a date. (laughs) Pretty close. Garcia's image had entered the system after he was arrested for driving on a suspended license by California Highway Patrol officers Eric Estrada in 2008. <laughs> Frank Poncherello and John Baker. <laughs> That's I couldn't remember the names. Was John Baker the name of the dude or the actor? I think it was I think it was it was Ponch and John. So it was yeah, the character. It was yeah. to be, yeah. The tattoo featured an image of Ed's liquor on the 6600 block of Rosemead Boulevard in front of the building a peanut shaped man is being shot by a helicopter and then lying face down the tattoo reads rivera kills referring to rivera 13 the name of garcia's gang larry wilcox was John yes the helicopter in the image stands for garcia's gang name chopper The detective on the case remembered the scene from a crime he had worked in 2004 in which 23-year-old Juan Juarez was shot dead in front of the liquor store. After further investigation, Garcia was booked and arrested in October 2008. Sergeant Kevin Lloyd's incredible observation of Garcia's extraordinary tattoo combined with the great investigative work is one of the reasons why sheriff's homicide investigators are known as the Bulldogs, said Sheriff's Captain Mike Parker. I think they just took all credibility of this article away. Uh, fate and tenacious police work brought this convicted murderer to justice. That much is true. I'll give him that. Garcia is scheduled to be sentenced in May with another tattoo pending. <laughs> what a fucking moron. Texas man loses 78% of tax refund after winning free donut coupons at Houston Astros game. What? Just about everyone likes winning stuff, especially free food and definitely free donuts. But a man in Texas claims that the stack of free donut coupons he scored as a prize at a Houston Astros game caused his federal tax return to disappear almost as quickly as that team's hopes of making the World Series. Last year, the 56-year-old won a pile of 315 coupons from area donut chain Shipley Donuts, each worth one cup of coffee and either one free donut or a dozen donut holes. He was pretty stoked until he got a 1099 form that valued the prize at $927.61, meaning that he'd have to pay taxes on all the free food. It also increased his income and, according to him, dropped what would have been a 302 federal tax refund to only $65. Now, my question is, though, if it's food, food's not taxed, is it? Or is it no, a meal a, tax? No, but it's a prize. So oh, it doesn't matter what a, it is. Okay. The prize has a cash value. All right. But see, he was still getting $65 back. He doesn't owe. That's how I All look right. at it. The man who contends the actual value of the prize is below $600 and therefore should never have merited sending a 1099 reached out to both the Astros and to Shipley. The former was unhelpful, but the latter has been very understanding. After hearing of the man's problems, Shipley owner 
Larry Shipley, agreed to pay him the difference between his actual refund and what it should have been if the 1099 had never been factored in. I have to say that Mr. Shipley is a gentleman and a scholar. So it's unlike the donut dude, says the man to the Houston Chronicle. Not because I got my way, but he considered my position, wanted to do the right thing for the customer, and accepted a suggestion to help his business. I think that's really cool. That is really cool. I don't think he had to do it at all. No, he didn't. But, I mean, that's... You You look at, you know, a $300 tax, you know, yeah. write-off, basically. You know, a, a donation. Um, no, it's great press for the that's, I mean, We've read it. Other people have read it. You cannot get that kind of advertising for $300. Right. Oh, yeah. So, not bad. Uh, I don't want to read that one yet. I don't want to read that one yet. You under the uh, the one from from Reverend Scott here? Yeah, sure. It's Not the, the email. Year old. The uh, yeah, twelve year old genius expands Einstein's theory of relativity. Thinks he can prove it wrong. So there's a video here. Let's uh, let's see how much of it we can get through because uh, it's a little bit long, but we can see. Hello, I am Jacob Barnett. I'm done. Here to discuss some topics from calculus too. Most people like to do get back of the envelope calculations. But what I'm about to do is not going to be the size of a typical envelope. So I'm going to do back of the house calculations. I am using my back window. My dog, Igor, is outside right now, so you might see him wandering around. I don't like him already. Kind of hard to see him right now, but he'll, he'll walk over. So we have Igor, we have the window, and we have the back of the house calculations. Now... Instead of using my whiteboard, I'm going to use this because my whiteboard's got a bunch of theories on it. So today, we're going to do techniques of integration. We're going to do integration by parts. And then later, we'll do trick substitutions, trick integrals, and partial fractions. Um, so let's start with integration by parts. And don't worry, I am here to help you with all your math phobias. So we have integration by parts. I can go back to calculus 1 and say d by dx of f of x okay so let me read this because <laughs> yeah i, I want to punch a, i don't want a math lesson right now no um first of all the topics covered under here are albert einstein asperger's syndrome yeah you think <laughs> big bang theory which always ties into asperger's right. though, doesn't it uh education jacob barnett math math, math, math blah, blah, prodigies theory relative okay could einstein's theory of relativity be a few mathematical equations from being disproved. Jacob Barnett of Hamilton County, Indiana, who is just weeks shy of his 13th birthday, thinks so, and he's got the solutions to prove it. Barnett, who has an IQ of 170 and no friends, explained his expanded theory... No, sorry. Explained his expanded theory of relativity in a YouTube video. His mother, Christine Barnett, who admitted he flunked math, I would not admit that, did what every other mother would do if her genius son started t- talking mathematical gibberish. She took him to a hooker and showed him boobs. No, <laughs> she told him to explain the whole thing slowly while she taped her son explaining his take on the theory. Uh, let's see. Just need to arrow down. While most of his mathematical genius goes over our heads, some of the professors at the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton, New Jersey... Um, in yeah, Princeton, New Jersey. Just make sure everything's still looking good here. It is. Um, that's where the flash player crashed. That can't be good. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, there was the academic homeroom for the likes of Albert Einstein, Oppenheimer, and Kurt Gödel. Is that how you say his name? I don't know. There's an umlaut over the O. Gödel. Okay. <laughs> Have confirmed he's on the right track, coming up with something completely new. For now, they're encouraging Barnett to continue doing what he likes to do, which is explaining calculus using a whiteboard marker and his living room windows, as seen in the video above. I'm impressed by his interest. Let's. I want to get to the relativity part. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Do, do, do. Oh, he has an idea. It says, okay, Barnett's parents know that there was something different with their son when he didn't speak until the age of two. He was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, a mild form of autism. So they thought he might have problems in school. Instead, they were astounded when he started solving 5,000-piece puzzles by the age of three. 12-year-old taught himself calculus, algebra, and geometry in two weeks and can solve up to 200 numbers of pi. Do you solve 200 numbers of pi, or do you remember them? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, He left high school at the ripe old age of eight and has been attending college-level advanced astrophysics classes ever since. This kid's just going to lose himself in in, uh, uh, research science, isn't he? And then we'll never hear from him again. Uh, right now, Barnett is being recruited by Indiana University, Purdue uh, University, Indianapolis, paid for a research position. We'll figure he'll find a way. Why to pencil that in between dating his girlfriend and playing Halo Reach, one of his favorite video games? Yes, he can play classical music by memory on the piano. M- most people that play classical music can do that too. Uh, but he also enjoys watching shows on the Disney Channel. Who gives a shit? All right. Einstein was 26 when he first published his theory of relativity. We figure that Jake has a couple of years to kick back and relax before he finally debunks the Big Bang Theory. I'm still working on that. He said, I have an idea, but I'm still working out the details. Yeah, kid genius. Doesn't say anything about what he, like... Here's the follow-up that I was sent. Is a 12-year-old smarter than Einstein? Don't be stupid. That's um, that's the title of this. Um, from what what site are we on here? Slate. Slate.com. Time Magazine did a light rewrite this week of a feature. The Indianapolis Star had run about a 12-year-old boy named Jacob Barnett, who has a form of autism and who is unusually good at math and physics, and now the Los Angeles Times blogged about it. This kid who may be about to disprove Einstein's theory of relativity where the times Michael Goh asked, are prodigies writing a sublime sonnet or the great American novel? McGough proposed an answer. Producing great literature requires experience and reflection, not just an IQ of 170. Whereas you see, advanced physics requires no experience and no reflection. Here's another theory. The reason you see stories about the math and physics whiz kids rather than the literary prodigies is that the majority of American journalists and readers of journalism are so slack-jawed in their ignorance of math and physics that it seems (laughs) plausible to them that a 12-year-old might be about to disprove Einstein. But they do consider themselves competent to judge whether a 12-year-old's writing is a work of genius or not. That's fair. What is it about smart children that makes other people so stupid? The Indian, I like where this is going. Yeah. The Indianapolis Star quoted one of Barnett's classmates from the physics class he's taking at Indiana University. Uh, when I first walked in, I saw him. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to school with Doogie Hauser." Said Wanda Anderson, a biochemistry major, referring to a television show that featured a 16-year-old boy genius physician. 
Speak, there's no follow-up to that, by the way. That's the whole quote. <laughs> Speaking of theoretical frontiers, that passage may be the moment the American mind finally collapsed into a black hole of dumbassery. Really? Seeing a child prodigy in your college class reminded you of a television show about a child prodigy? <laughs> and when this amazing analogy occurred to you, you decided to open your mouth and let it out, and a reporter wrote it down? <laughs> Not bad. I like Slate. Um, McGo in the LA Times also chose to compare Jacob Barnett to Doogie Howser. <laughs> the Indianapolis Star and Time both quoted an email from an actual astrophysicist, Scott Tremaine, of the Institute for Advanced Study to the Barnett family after they'd sent Tremaine video of Jacob talking about his theories. I'm impressed by his interest in physics and the amount that he has learned so far, Tremaine wrote in the email provided by the family. The theory that he's working on involves several of the toughest problems in astrophysics and theoretical physics. Anyone who solves these will be in line for a Nobel Prize. Okay, that's a very reasonable, cool. smart response. You don't have to be Einstein to read between the lines or even read the lines themselves. The amount that he has learned so far. Translation. It is possible that this young person will grow up to be able to do real astrophysics someday, but not now. That is great, and his parents should be proud. The universe, however, can safely go about its business. <laughs> nice. I don't see <clears> – <throat> okay. Now, the theory of relativity is um, – Don't ask me. That That's the theory about – is that the one about faster than light travel and mass and, and all that? Is that the one? I don't know. I'm not that guy. Energy um, – Equals mass times the speed of light. Something so the like faster that. an object goes, the heavier it gets. Is that what we're going know. with? I always figured if that is the, the, the basic boiled down thing, the only way you're ever going to be able to test that is by actually physically testing it. It's all theoretical. Theory of relativity point. for me is that if you meet a dumb child, <clears throat> you're going to go home and their relatives are going to be dumb too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hope I didn't get that theory wrong. <laughs> okay, so um, where are we? This one's kind of interesting. Plan would require foster children to shop for clothing in thrift stores. Sounds nice, huh? Why? <laughs> well, State Senator Bruce Caswell is uh, the focus of this article here. Uh, foster children in Michigan would use their state-funded clothing allowance only in thrift stores under a plan suggested by State Senator State Senator Bruce Caswell. Caswell says he wants to make sure that state money set aside to buy clothes for foster children and kids for the working poor is actually used for that purpose. He says they should get, quote, gift cards to be used only at Salvation Army, Goodwill, or other thrift stores. I never had anything new, Caswell says. I got all the hand-me-downs, and my dad, he did a lot of shopping at the Salvation Army, and his comment was, and quite frankly, it's true, once you're out of the store and you walk down the street, nobody knows where you bought your clothes. Gilda Jacobs is CEO of the Michigan League for Human Services. She's not a fan of the thrift shop gift card idea. Honestly, I was flabbergasted, Jacobs said. I really couldn't believe this because I think, gosh, is this where we've gone in this state? I think there's a whole issue of dignity. 
you're saying to somebody, you don't deserve to go in and buy a new pair of gym shoes. You know, for a lot of our foster kids, they already have so much stacked against them. Caswell says the gift card idea wouldn't save the state any money. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <sighs> That's just dumb. Yeah. Comments on this page are closed, too. <laughs> I can't even see them. Oh, there's some. Foster child, foster child, yeah. Okay, so he's an idiot. <laughs> this one is a little chilling, and we haven't been on the Pope lately in a while, have we? But this uh, this article says, Pope Benedict argues Catholic Church purified indigenous peoples. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jones. <laughs> I could play some if you want. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah, but should a guy that's been a brown shirt really use purified? Yeah, but but you know it's when just, talking about race. I know, but it's just like, oh no no no! It's like you know we went in and we we cured these savages. Fuck <laughs> you, you ass! Just in Latin America, <sighs> liberation theology remains influential. This school of theology, which focuses on social justice and political activism for the poor, challenges people in high places and views Jesus as liberator of the oppressed, is rejected by the Vatican. In fact, Pope Benedict has devoted his career to eradicating, I have to say that like the kids in the hall character, the eradicator, <laughs> um, liberation theology and its supporters, which he rejects as Marxist inspired and a threat to the faith of the church. What we are witnessing is the ancient struggle between imperial religion, the arrogant manipulation of God to endorse the powerful, protect the rich, and maintain the status quo. He's saying the same thing. No, this is the article now. No, I know, but... Okay. <clears throat> and the use of faith as a force for social change. Look at the Christian rights endorsement of Bush as God's president. I really don't want to. As he presides over the largest transfer of wealth in the nation's history, turns his back on New Orleans, appoints Christian right attorneys to suppress the voting rights of African Americans, and sponsors the carnage taking place in Iraq. And on the other hand, remember Gandhi, who used Hindu spirituality and civil disobedience to liberate India from the British Empire. Remember Dr. King, who condemned Jim Crow segregation, poverty at home, and an immoral war in Vietnam as conservative Christians met him with brutality and death threats, and moderate Christian clergy urged him to slow down. This is nothing new. No longer can the great faith on high dictate to the masses of colored children, eradicating poverty, empowering the weak, and seeking justice for all are the wave of the future, glorifying a past that was a nightmare to many, and denying people their basic dignity and cultural self-determination. The Pope and other and other rusty, outdated institutions must get on the right side of justice or find themselves relegated to the dustbin of history. It just really kind of bothered me that, like, uh, the the byline on this thing here says, uh, during his, not byline, I guess, during his recent trip to Latin America, Pope Benedict, the uh, bunch of letters and the meaning numbers, offended millions when he arrogant, it's, 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 I know what he is, what number he is, but I don't care. Offended millions when he arrogantly suggested that Catholicism has purified indigenous populations and called the resurgence of indigenous religions. 
a step backwards. Believe that shit? It's, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're starting to warm up. Ron Paul announced he was running today. Oh, man. That's a waste of time. Isn't it? The only person really that should run, in my opinion, will be, um, what's his face, the mannequin. Romney? Yeah. I think he's the only sane one that they can give the nomination to. But the Republicans don't like him. No, they don't. And the health, Like party the, leadership. The health care thing that he did here. But they don't have anybody. Who are they going to go with? Trump? He's an embarrassment. Palin? She makes more money going around doing book tours. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, this this Ryan guy isn't going to work. Bobby Jindal's not going to work. Um, Scott Walker, but I'll he, tell you, he's Obama dead in the water. Obama though better. Um, he better think he's lucky stars that the that the Republicans don't have anybody. Yeah, gas is over four bucks a gallon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but you know what? That ha- that has happened every year leading up to Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I so. I know, but he'll get blamed for it. Oh, of course he will. Because he controls OPEC. Of course. Yeah, because he's brown-skinned. That's what I hear. Yeah. Fucking brown people. <laughs> no, once you do, you never go back. Uh, there are people we could ask that question to. but <laughs> So um, I just found an article here from, from April 20th, and it's uh, called Shameless GOP Lies, uh, Republican Lies. Is there any limit to what Republicans will say and what people will believe? So I'm going to skip down to some of them, and uh, we'll see how long until uh, we get tired of it. Uh, let's see. It's only the most egregious of a long string of Republican lies thrown in, unchallenged by compliant corporate media. Among them, Al Gore claimed to have invented the Internet and to have discovered the toxic contamination of Love Canal. But didn't Gore have, like... Like wasn't he there and helped to create? Um, was it was it DARPAnet or something? I don't know. Like he was. was instrumental. In, anyway, uh, John Kerry's allegedly heroic war record was fraudulent. Barack Obama was born in Kenya and is a secret Muslim. Oh, I see what they're doing here. They they said these these lies. Right. Yeah. Saddam Hussein possessed weapons of mass destruction and was involved in the attacks of September 11, 2001. Uh, even even we didn't believe that back then. No. Global warming is a gigantic hoax perpetrated by thousands of deceitful scientists. Obama has raised taxes. Obama is a socialist government takeover of health care. And by the way, what would voucherizing Medicare be? Which is what this Representative Ryan plan would be. You get your $15,000 for the year that you're allowed, and then you blow that in your uh, assisted living home by April. Yeah, you know, know. and then that—that's a fucking death panel right there. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's see. Ninety percent of Planned Parenthood funding is for abortion services. Oh, but that was not meant to be a factual statement. (laughs) Uh, Elections in the United States are always accurate and fair. (laughs) Um, Let's see. These are not matters of opinion. They are flatly and demonstrably false. Clear and decisive refutation of these claims are available to anyone who cares to examine the evidence. Um, As Daniel Patrick Moynihan famously remarked, while we are entitled to our own opinions, we are not entitled to our own facts. 
Then there are the contradictions. Teachers, police officers, and firefighters are greedy, but billionaire CEOs and hedge fund managers are not. And the other one listed here, and it goes on for a couple other pages. Wall Street bankers are entitled to their million-dollar bonuses because these bonuses are contractual obligations with their firms, but the states are not required to honor the contractual obligations to public workers, obligations such as pensions and health care coverage. I really honestly hope the Democrats start playing fucking dirty. They won't. I don't understand it. Really don't understand that. There's more here, but I don't want to get into it. Why why not? Why not call these fucking people out on the lies that they are, are doing? Why can't they get organized? Because it's a waste of time. Why? Because then it's just I I I don't know why. No, why would you say that? Well, I would say that they would reasoning? think it's a waste of time. Oh, you know what? And let's why give you know a particular lie any more? I don't know news cycle time by wasting time on it. Well, I I, I don't know the reason why they don't say anything. It's bullshit. It's stupid. Let me, let and like me, I said, I mean, it's it's a good thing for Obama that he does that. The Republicans really don't have anybody because he's he's quite frankly, I'm, I'm disappointed. Let me uh, let me play to you play something for you that would explain exactly why um, it's a good idea to refute this stuff. I saw that. Okay, let me play this here. Oh, that one I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see the other one that 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 I just scrolled past. Come on, play. We've already introduced you to the leaders of the Republican Party. Basically, crazy. But have you ever wondered who actually votes for these people? Tea Party people. And this, these interviews were done on April 18th in I'm South Carolina. Crazy. So, get ready. Where do you get most of your news? Well, I listen to a lot of talk shows. Uh, Glenn Beck, mostly. My husband and I scrap cans. We're on Social Security. And instead of people looking down on me, they applaud and they bring me cans. Who, who do you like for the for the presidential primary here in South Carolina? I think D- D- Donald Trump. Do you think the president is an American citizen? No, absolutely not. Where do you think he was he was born? Kenya, of course. Herman Cain recently said to, to a reporter that he he would not hire any uh, Muslims for his cabinet, and uh, if he were to be elected, very wise because Muslim is not a religion; it's a political ideology, and it's at odds with uh, what we stand for. As far as entitlement spending, I know a lot of people out here have said that they would cut Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid. Do you think that's that's got to be on the table? For no, cuts? sir. All that's unsocial, uh, uncom, uh, unconstitutional and all that's socialistic. Everything needs to be privatized. Where would you say you get most of your news? Most of my news? Yeah. Fox News. We're spending too much money on education. Who do you like in the presidential election so far? <laughs> who, are you, who are you leaning towards? Trump. <laughs> he sounds good. Who's that? Trump. 
Donald oh, Trump? Uh, absolutely. Do you think he's a Christian? No, I do not. What do you think he practices? I think he's a Muslim. I think he spent too many years with his uh, stepfather in Kenya. And I, once, you, once you're a Muslim, I don't think you can change. You think he's an American citizen? No. You think he's a Christian? No. Who do you like in the 2012 presidential election so far? Oh, goodness gracious, is there any choice for Ron Paul? What specific things in the budget would you advocate cutting? Uh, NPR would be one. Planned Parenthood is another one. And who- Those two combined are... My math's going to be a little off, but it would be point zero four percent of the budget yeah it's such a small piece yeah uh, and and npr doesn't get that much from the government no and neither does planned parenthood right N- planned parenthood i think was 0.03 percent of the budget it's crazy <laughs> hence the song let's get back to these dumbasses you like for uh, running for president so far uh so far um donald trump he's the only one that's announced is, so you think the violation or the constitution is being violated right now oh uh, dearly dearly Every can you give some examples day, sir can you give an example oh god just recently liberty the, the invasion of liberty okay where do you get most of your liberty you can't get it in the media because they're part of the problem. So where do you get it? From my neighbor. He gets it off the computer. Okay. We got to talk about my favorite guy for a second here. This guy. This animated corpse. Yeah. Says, you can't trust the media for the news. Right. But he gets it from his friend who gets it off the internet. Right. So it must be true. This is the worst case of, I don't know what I'm saying that I have ever heard. The internet's not media? Don't let that dude start a car anywhere near like a ball field or something like that because he'll run people over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's Michelle Bachman. I hadn't seen that the first time. The flag fell. <laughs> she's speaking, the flag falls off the podium. But anytime there's a gathering of crazy, I think she's contractually obligated to be there. Yeah, yeah. Has she announced that she's running or she's still know, exploring? So. Everybody's exploring. Trump hasn't even announced. Oh, that's true. He's supposed to announce on the last episode of his show. But then I Is heard, that true? Then I heard that he's going to announce when the press conferences that he'll announce. Oh, so. fuck him. Exactly. He better say no, or or I don't honestly. I would love to see him and Bachman together. Oh man! Wow, if he could handle Busey, he can handle but, anybody. But this is kind of nuts because even the flag killed itself when it was in her presence. <laughs> yeah, it just fell right off true. the podium. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got. Come on! Oh, don't make me start over. There we go. That was weird. Government is the greatest evil ever perpetrated on the human race. So your opinion, we should just have a governmentless society? Yes. Are you uh, are you active in your local Republican Party? Oh, yes. I'm a, a committeeman. I don't think he was born in America. <laughs> if he was, 
was, he would show it immediately. That's where do you uh, where do you guys get most of your news? Uh, I re- watch Fox News and I read several sites on the internet. Same with you? Yep. What do you think about the Confederate flag? The battle flag's a pretty flag. Pretty flag? The battle flag. Flying over the state capitol? If I had the job to educate a race and I had a hundred years to do it and educate them to get them off welfare and to teach them the right and the wrongs of life, I would have done it. And the people that are in charge of that use the flag to keep their people down, to, to keep them excited. Do you support uh, interracial marriage? Not really. <laughs> what do you think of Nikki Haley? I voted for her. Can you uh, explain your shirt? 10 out of 10 terrorists and recommend. It's tongue in cheek, but. What is it? To me, huh? it's true. You think he's a Christian? His shirt said 10 out of 10, 10 Democrats recommend terrorism. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's get back to it. No. What do you think he is? I think he's a Muslim. Who do you, uh, who do you like for president in 2012? Is it Sarah Palin or um, Michelle Bachman? Where do you get most of your news? I do watch Glenn Beck, but I'll tell you this, Glenn Beck has been, has done a tremendous service to the United States. What, uh, what? Okay. Eating cheeseburgers. That guy had an amazing beard, mm-hmm. just like the other racist yeah. Muppet, uh, but he was wearing a leather vest and a tri-corner hat. Of course he watches Glenn Beck. Right. Specific things should we cut with spending? What specific things we should cut? We should let the Constitution of the United States and the state constitution be our guide because it sets out the things that we really need to do. Everything else is superfluous. This is my book called uh, The New Democrats, the parody and celebration of the Tea Party movement. Uh, So all I could do was fret, 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 fret. We did not like Bush and didn't care who we'd get. And by the way, uh, the, the fish is, is uh, Glenn Beck. I just prefer a man as a leader. Let's have a vision. And uh, that may seem strange, but I think you know, God created man first. And it truly will. And he made a woman from a man. And I think she's a great helpmate. But I think the men are supposed to lead. Who do you like the best? Uh, she takes it in the ass. I don't know. Donald Trump? Sarah Palin? What would you do with programs like Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security? They need to be eliminated. They're unconstitutional, but it has to be done. So you don't think we're quite ready for a female president? Not really. That's the America we know. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. Oh, boy. So if you live in South Carolina, first off, I'm sorry. Those are your people. If you people. go further up, yeah, kill that. That song is killing me. Yeah. Do no, go down right there. This one, yeah, do a little. Bit Obama of is not a. What is that word? Keynesian. Oh, okay. All right. Let me just uh, make sure that we're good. And here. he's asking the question: Is he a Keynesian? Meaning, like. 
Is he Kenzie from Kenya? No, no, no. Why do you have the sign? What? It, well, because it says Obama. The sign says Obama equals Keynesian. K e y n e s i a n. Well, I'm, Keynesian I'm is someone who, who follows the like. Keynes was a um, an economist. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, so they oh. totally have it wrong here. That they they meant on the sign okay. Kenyan. So it starts. Oh, off, they flopped the n and the y. Right. Yeah, they oh. fucked up. Okay. So it just starts with that premise and it gets better. Okay. All right. Well, let's, uh, it's short. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. Uh, do you disagree with it? That's really loud. That he's Keynesian? That he's like, he's not American? Is that what you're saying? Well, we're saying, oh, I mean, we're asking the question. He was born in Hawaii. That is a state of the United States. He is born here legally and he is an awesome president. Is he a Keynesian? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I'm not going to go and judge people. It doesn't matter. All right, maybe it would matter on his views on things, but like most of us come from, you know, Ireland, Germany, Italy, you know, most of us come from different countries. Until there's proof to the contrary, could it be a proof do you want? He gave you proof. He gave you proof. He was born in Hawaii. What proof do you want? And, and you think that establishes that he's definitely not Keynesian? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. I mean, you people are trying to make something out of nothing. I don't really see how it's relevant to his presidency. It is important. As a dude in a suit and a werewolf mask. That, that's pretty funny. Yeah. sign is stupid. And Americans, I'll tell you what, hopefully on, the, on November, the people are going to know that most Americans are not stupid and don't buy this. I don't, I don't know what his economic policies really Finally, are. Finally, someone who answers ah. the question. So I can't really answer that question. It's hard to know until we have proof one way or the other, right? Right, right. Yeah. I thought you said Kenyan. <laughs> you know, you can't keep up to his promises, but, you know... He could put forward what, what he promised to, you know, make a future of it. But, you know, you can see by what happened over the, you know, the two years that he's been in presidency that he hasn't kept up with. I feel like I know where you stand on Prop 19, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Was Prop 19 legalization of marijuana? Legalization, yeah. yeah. That's pretty funny. I'm glad they found somebody that knew what it meant. But, you know, that does show both sides, that that is one of those issues that, like, people will just automatically jump on, huh? We're going to save the child molesting ones for next week. No kidding. How about we go to a break? Sure. All right. Some more from the 80s. John Film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? 
We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the girls on film radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So there you have it. The Meaty Film Discussion by Meaty Women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Grandma, we're here to record a new episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. His computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I think. Palaver. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Maybe we should get the hell out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys, you ready to record? If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living Podcast at NOTLP.com. Oh, hi, everybody. It's me, Tommy Wiseau, from The Room. And me, Nicholas Cage, from Ghost Rider. And we're here to talk to you about something very important. Isn't that right, Nicholas? Oh, that's right. Bill and Chris have been telling you about OTC Live for a long time. But there's no better time than now to join into the show live. That's right, Nick. Every Sunday night at 6 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, you can see the show live. But how can you think of anything better to do on a Sunday night? Bill and Chris will talk about very exciting topics such as music, movies, and pretty much anything else that revolves around pop culture. Thus, they answer very important questions like, How is your sex life? And other important questions such as, How to get burned? So check in every Sunday night at 6 p.m. at www.tv.outsidethecinema.com. So disregard that ad for Outside the Cinema because there are not live shows happening now. And even when they are, they're not happening at 6 p.m. <laughs> I pulled the wrong ad. Nice. I need to delete that. That's no longer that a usable happens. ad. But still subscribe. So that'll be all right. Um, let's see what this is.
I don't think I got to hate victims faster than the 9-11 victims. And when I see a 9-11 victim family on television or whatever, I'm just like, oh, shut up. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, seriously, I'm so sick of them, basically. They're always complaining. 9-11 victims. Can suck my dick. (laughs) So that's... um, that's obviously from someone. Yeah, was that was that Glenn Beck? Um, or um, Rush? No, that was Glenn Beck. Rush, lamb chop. It was definitely, definitely Glenn Beck. Uh, so, um, we have one thing. I'm just, I'm just quickly losing it. Hey, Chris and Frank, I just want to quickly let you know that this email has nothing to do with what you're about to hear. Peace and love, Reverend Scott. Huh. Hey there, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. Hey. I have just a few things I need to cover with you guys this week. The first thing I'll talk about briefly would be a new commercial I heard on the way to work yesterday. A certain fast food chain decided to get on the winning bandwagon and made a Charlie Sheen radio and TV ad. Now, I'm not going to say which fast food place I'm referring to, but this taco commercial (laughs) may be thinking a little too far outside the bun. Whoa! I got a winner! I got a winner! Wow, he's excited. He thinks he got a winning taco. A winning taco? It's the new cheesy double-decker taco. It's like getting two tacos for 89 cents. Or, in his case, buying one and winning a second. (laughs) Another winner! At 89 cents, everyone's a winner. The new cheesy double-decker taco. A crunchy taco and nacho cheese sauce all wrapped up. So it's like getting twice the taco. Only a taco. Yes! Yes! Why pay more? What oh, kind of taco was that? Nice. A winning taco. A winning taco? What? Winning, winning, winning. That's right. I remember nice. seeing that ad. On top of that TV ad, there's a radio version where he's a quote-unquote winner, and they call him Charlie. Coincidence? I think not. If only this ad were from over a month ago, during the peak of... Um, the volcano cup shot of truth or whatever the <laughs> fucking show is. Then it would be remotely relevant. What's next? A commercial referencing Pamela Anderson's sex tape with Tommy Lee eating a burrito while steering a boat to Mexico with his dick? That's if Pamela can keep her mouth off his schlong long enough. Dude likes blowjobs. What's the problem? Seriously. No, I don't have a problem with it, but that wouldn't be very funny if they wrecked the boat. Blowjobs are funny. Well, that's true. But you know, who knows? Maybe Pamela likes it rough. No, the phone numbers of women who like rough sex. Maybe Chris can look that up for you on the the, uh, the internet there, Frank. Well, I don't have that information. <laughs> Fuck the internet, it's useless. I think your lack of getting it rough is uh, due to your lack of faith, Frank. Religion was part of the uh, rough sex with girls. See? So you said it yourself, Frank. You know, being able to talk to God is directly related to most sexual acts, such as masturbation. Atheist men just have nothing to yell when they're blowing their load. Now, Chris, I know you told me uh, this in confidence, but uh, Frank, why don't you uh, do what Chris does and whack it in front of a room full of gay guys? Look out! (laughs) (laughs) Avert your gaze! I don't understand why you atheists masturbate with homosexuals in the room. I'm jacking off now. Turn the gaze around! (laughs) On that note, I think I should wrap this up and get going, guys, because... Considering how you guys act at home, I don't even want to think what happens when you leave the house. We're never.
Oh, shit. I made a mistake. I'll piece that together. I want to hear the end. I'll get to it. Hold on. It's right about there? Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I think I should wrap this up and get going. I'll guys, just leave it. Considering how you guys act at home, I don't even want to think what happens when you leave the house. We're never oh going God. anywhere because we'll end up killing a hooker. <laughs> oh, what? Kill a hooker? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I have a hard time believing any of your campaign team would continue to hang out with you guys after doing that. Everybody always ends up killing a hooker. <laughs> guys, I want a good campaign between us, but I don't know who in their right mind would back you to after saying things oh, like no. that. Gary Busey is the spokesman for the Are You Serious podcast. Well, that, that explains a lot. Yeah, this would probably be a good time to announce that we're changing the name of this podcast to Glenn Beck is a Stupid Fat Person <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Anyway, peace and love, guys. As always... Just Tell her you love her by coming on her. <laughs> in, in her mouth. Frank, how many happy accidents do you have? Every day. I can't feed them despite my man tits. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That is like very funny. I forgot I was playing it out of the email. <sighs> and then I went to look at another email. Because it was a response from somebody in my family. Anyway... That was very funny. That was good. How are you serious podcast at gmail.com or hold on. My mom just sent me an email. Uh Uh-oh. Huh. Sony credit data risked in PlayStation outage. The uh, PlayStation network's been down for a long time. And by a long time, I mean I've checked it for like three days, but apparently it's been out for a while. Ooh, that's crazy. Um, Normally we end with Reverend Scott, but I know we have some people that listen that use this network and stuff. So let me read this, not the whole thing, but some of it real quick. Uh, Sony Corp said Tuesday that the credit card data of PlayStation users around the world may have been stolen in a hack that forced it to shut down its PlayStation network for the past week, disconnecting 77 million user accounts. Some players brushed off the breach as a common hazard of operating in a connected world, and Sony said some of the services will be restored in a week. But industry experts said the scale of the breach was staggering and could cost the company billions of dollars. Simply put, one of the worst breaches we've seen in several years, said Josh Shaw, Chief Technology Officer for Applications Security, Inc., a New York-based company that is one of the country's largest database security software makers. Sony said it has no direct evidence credit card information was taken, but said we cannot rule out the possibility. It said the intrusion was malicious and that the company had hired an outside security firm to investigate. It has taken steps to rebuild its system to provide greater protection for personal information and warned users to contact credit card agencies and set up fraud alerts. Our teams are working around the clock on this, and services will be restored as soon as possible, said, it said in a blog post Tuesday. The company shut down the network last Wednesday after it said account information, including names, birth dates, email addresses, and login information was compromised for certain players in the days prior. Sony says people in 59 nations use the PlayStation Network. Uh, purchases during credit card billing addresses information may also have been stolen, but the intruder did not obtain the three-digit security code on the back of the cards, Sony said. But not every website requires that, the three-digit security yeah. number there. Um, 
They don't have any proof that it was. They're not, not going to disregard it. Um, so if anybody uses or has bought anything through the PlayStation Network, um, be careful. Yeah, keep an eye on your shit. I have never put my credit card information into it, I don't think, because I've never made a purchase, so I haven't had to set anything up because I use the Xbox for gaming and uh, the PlayStation is like for, you know, what is it, internet and um, with... Um, Blu-ray. Yeah, the Blu-ray player, but like Netflix, the Netflix streaming on the PlayStation is, is better than, uh, what's it called? The 360. The the PlayStation. Yeah, the 360. Because um, I can hit um, display and it'll show in the top corner what it's streaming at. And it doesn't give like a, a number, but it'll be uh, extra high def, high def, yeah. uh, low high def, and then high standard def, and it'll go down. But the 360, it'll stop and it'll rebuffer. It'll say your network speed is slowed. The PlayStation will just drop the picture quality almost never an interruption in in the show although if you have good eyes you you're like what yeah, the fuck just why'd everything get fuzzy yeah but then it's really neat to like start an episode of something and watch the quality go up those like six tiers oh that's cool. it's kind of neat so and i have the thing hardwired in so i don't have to worry about like wirelessly streaming or any of that stuff so yeah so a little 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 different there but you know it's my mom looking out yeah it's cool you know we get our bills in order and then that'll fucking happen <laughs> right you kidding me i'm <sighs> waiting for someone to steal my identity nobody wants it God. toxic seriously <laughs> be be me for a fucking week motherfuckers come and get me See you, you, you want to do, do husband swap <laughs> we i'm sure we could find some fundamentalist to take your place good luck to them <laughs> She'd tear them apart. Oh, God, they would. All right, 206-338-3094. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. Let's get some more iTunes reviews for this and the HoloNet Entertainment show that uh, I said I would update but never have yet. (laughs) Later. Bye-bye. goes to Andy Bernard. There's a lot of people I'd like to thank, but I think we all actually want to thank you, Michael. Oh, thank you. I mean, we actually really all want to thank you for everything. Oh my God, something's happening. 9,986,000 minutes. We actually sat down and did the math. 9,986,000 minutes. That's how many minutes.
that you've worked here. In costumes. And impressions. In meetings. In cups of coffee. For birthdays. More meetings and. Email boards you made us read. 9,986,000 minutes. That's like watching Die Hard 80,000 times. Your car, you help me get off drugs. I watch you when you sleep. I forgive you for kissing me. Remember to call. Well, this is going to hurt like a mother... End of line.